hi there, everybody. We've got a really big topic to talk about today, and it does have something to do with dreams. A very, very long time ago, in my most early days with something called A Course in Miracles, I first of all facilitated a group for a year or so, and then things evolved and it was time to teach my first class. I look back now and realize that that first class was somewhere around 36 or 7 years ago, and I can just hardly imagine all that I didn't know 36 or 37 years ago, but somehow the class was okay. I can't fathom how. In any event, the night before the very first class of that 15-week venture, I was in a dream. I was in a classroom in the dream, and someone was teaching me. The only thing I remember is as I was waking up, the sentence kept coming over and over into my mind, tell your class to forgive the otherness the idea of something being other from something else. Now, of course, in those early days, we all misunderstood what the word forgiveness meant, thinking it was somehow pardoning, even in some more enlightened version of pardoning. We now know it has nothing to do with pardoning and everything to do with releasing an idea in my own mind. But that was then, now is now. But nevertheless, this forgive the otherness, which basically says we are all one. This is a teaching of non-duality, which A Course in Miracles is, and there are certainly a lot of other ancient and modern teachings also proposing that there really is only one, and we are an expression of that whole oneness, but we haven't separated ourselves from it. So, We move forward to a few nights ago when I was happily dreaming away some very pleasant dream, which I don't really remember, and all of a sudden, in comes this thought that says, (laughs) I can hardly believe this, do a podcast on Thebes, T-H-E-B-E-S, ancient cities in both Greece and Egypt. The one in Egypt was much, much larger. Well, this was so abrupt. This would be like watching a television program and all of a sudden that banner comes across your TV screen that says a tornado is coming into your area, be alert until 6.15 or something like that. In other words, it's a message that has nothing to do with the content on the screen. Well, this message had nothing to do with what I was dreaming about, I thought. I've been found out by the podcast police who think this is so important that they have to interrupt my sleep to say, do this. So, I don't know about you, but I don't keep up with my ancient Egyptian history, so I had to go back and refresh and find out, so why could I possibly be called to something about Thebes? Well, it did not take long to find out. You know what? Amenhotep IV who happened to be the husband of famous Nefertiti and father of equally famous Tutankhamun, but that's not our issue here. He had some very deep spiritual experience, apparently, where he became aware of the fact, not an idea, but the fact that oneness or unity and light is what everything is. And so basically he said, okay, everybody, 
This was in, I believe, the sixth year of his reign. We're now going to worship one. We're not going to worship a whole bunch of gods anymore. He was the first person in history to propose the idea of monotheism, that there really is only one unspeakable source. And he didn't just call it an elevated god, like the head god over lesser gods. This was the source of something behind all of that, which could not be articulated in words. And so he tried to indicate that with an image of the sun, with rays coming out, like this is the light that's behind everything. By the way, he referred to this source as Aten and changed his name to Aknaten in honor of this. Well, of course, he was right on. Also, as you can imagine, he incurred the distress of all the powerful interests in the many gods idea. It was a very powerful idea, probably commensurate with the power of the Pharaoh himself. So anyway, the rest of what happened is not germane. What is important is once again being presented with the idea of pay attention to oneness, pay attention to unity. That's the truth about what we are. And not really a more popular idea today (laughs) than it was then. So we do need to rethink this. So you might say, well, why is this important? Why do I need to think about that? Because moving to an experience and even toward an experience of unity is where our sense of deep peace, being fulfilled, feeling content, feeling loved and embraced and supported and connected and safe and on and on comes from. That should be enough. That's the reason why we want not to talk about, yes, 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 everything is one, but to begin to come to the experience of it, which we so desperately need and actually want, although we don't realize that's what we want. We want a bunch of stuff, thinking that will bring us the sense of being embraced and supported. Of course, it doesn't but we don't know that or we wouldn't pursue that so diligently. So a first thing we can do to move toward the experience of oneness, not just being able to rattle on about oneness, is note first, this is not an intellectual proposition, this is more an energetic proposition, and that is notice all the things that we resist. Notice how endlessly we are against something. We try to separate ourselves from something. We don't like what our kids are doing, the politicians are doing. We don't like how we feel. We don't like any number of things, whether it's thoughts, feelings, what we're doing, how we look, what other people are doing, what politicians are doing, what's going on in society, what's going on in someone else's society. We could make an endless list of things that we energetically push away. Well, you know what? Everything that I push away is really part of what embraces, what supports, what loves me, so that with all my resistance to so many things, I am undermining my own sense of being loved and supported, and it adds to my feeling lonely and bereft. So try the unthinkable. It's really literally unthinkable. 
and just let everything relax. And you will find that in an unexplainable, energetic way, everything that you have pushed against can now come and support you. It's as if you insisted on ripping out from under you the chair you're sitting on and wonder why you fall to the ground. It's like, let everything support you. It wants to. Everything is connected. Everything is loving. Let the energy of everything in without stopping it part way out of your resistance and fear. And so practice this. Just become aware of all the things you resist and decide, I'll just see what happens if I stop resisting and let everything be what it is. And if you do that, you'll return next time feeling a bit more cared for, a bit more supported, a bit less afraid. And that's what it's all about. And this must be important for me to have to get awakened in the middle of the night to tell you this. So, I'm glad it happened. I hope you are too. Bye.